Yo. I see my name up in light. Go hard or go home. No slacking in my sector. Just forget about the fortune. Forget about the fame. Speak your truth and let that be the reason they remember your name. It's Thursday, you know what that means. Welcome to episode 432 of Max Wrestling. This is your captain speaking, and joining me as always is El Jefe, Moses Marquez, combining our knowledge, opinions, and unbridled love for this industry to take it to the max. And also joining us this week is one of the king of the mic participants this week, DC Daniel Crimmins. Right, coming up this week, new belts for the WWE Female Champions. Seth freaking Rollins is on his way back to NXT. The forbidden door has been kicked wide the hell open. But wait, we've seen this before. Two huge King of the Mac matches for tonight and much, much more. All right. And our opening bell this week is Oscar and Rhea Ripley's new titles, which we'll get to in just a moment. But speaking of bells, smash that subscribe button on YouTube.com slash Max Wrestling. Groove with us on SoundCloud and Spotify or wherever you prefer to tune in can't believe I just said the word groove on air. And remember, for all your Max Wrestling needs, head over to maxwrestlingnet.weebly.com. Yeah. I mean, you got a grown man over here grooving and moving with you, so it worked on somebody. <laughs> worked on yeah, somebody. I say groove. I say groovy all the time. Groove it, baby. There, there, there's a, a sitcom over here that I think I've referenced before called Black Books, where uh, one of them begins to say, let's party. And the other one says, don't you use party as a verb. <laughs> Don't you use party as a bit? I like that. Don't you dare. Um, so, yeah, new belts in WWE. Well, we say new belts. We, we've seen them before. They've just got different colored straps. Yep. Uh, Not bad. It's no. the oh. eighth iteration of the big-ass <laughs> logo belt <laughs> that Big Oscar has received. Um, yep. Well, I mean, at least Big Gold 3.0 or, or whatever edition this is that Seth and Rhea now have. Um I, I mean, at least they've tried to make that different with Seth and Rhea. Now, Mo, you know, I'm a big gold fan. I, I, yeah, I me love too. It. And it's a classic nod. It's a nod to the past, but also has, you know, the future. And there's never been a women's iteration of the big gold. It, it never right. happened. And no. honestly, on a white strap, it actually kind of looks nice. I don't hate it. It looks I mean, Seth's really is, nice. Seth's is growing on me too, but um, there's, there's also never been a world women's champion in WWE. They've never referred to it as a world title before. It was oh, always sure. it was always the WWE Women's Champion and the uh, Divas Champion. I think were uh, yep two mm-hmm. two. Yeah, I know we Damn don't Divas talk title. about Divas title. I mean, we hey, talk about the butterfly. We kind of have the have the uh, Divas belt back. You know, we got it with the hey. IWGP title. Hey. Hey, be nice to Sonata, okay? He doesn't have a choice. He has to carry that ugly thing. I mean, you had the version four, which is among belt collectors like the holy grail. You're telling me, bud. As an aside, do you know how much New Japan charges for a replica of that thing? I don't want to know. About 2000 American dollars. Damn. No, thank you. No, gracias. For reference... The AEW title isn't even that much. 
But still, that's outrageous, nonetheless. I don't know. When I first seen it, and this is, and I don't know, I, I, I got a stink eye from somebody, but I immediately got like uh, in, uh, IWGP Intercontinental title vibes. Yeah. But it wasn't like a negative way, like, ah, oh, crap, look, it looks just like, it's like a, oh, okay. But the white works. Okay, yeah, it yeah. works to me. It works a little too well. Where I'm like, you know what? You can just get rid of Seth and like give him that one. But like, it it, it, it it's cool. Um, I'm liking the little history break. You know what I mean? It's now they're the you know the world heavyweight women's champion. I like that, or however yeah. the hell you fucking put it, women's world heavyweight champion. There you go. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I I do the the world title designs are really growing on me. Um, it it looks good on Seth. Oh yeah, I think I'd be more impressed with these new titles if they weren't so fucking lazy. Yeah, like well, uh, the WWE title, yeah. same design, different color. It's the gold, gold background. Like my issue with the WWE title, the Universal is the the stones that they used. They used black. Yeah, stones. it looks weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't make the gold background pop like we said. It looks yellow. Can we yellow. just can we just put the universal title on LA Knight now? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, we pretty much called this for months that they were going to change Raw and SmackDown women's titles to the WWE women's title and the World women's title. I think we were predicting and hoping, and it was like, nah, they're not going to be that smart. And hey, what yeah. Do you know? So I was a little bit excited when they. Confirmed that they were going to give Oscar a new belt, then they ripped up the clock, and I was like, "It's the same fucking design again." I'm and starting then, to think that um, all, and then starting to think that all cons listen to us, you know, fucking TK yeah. and fucking NK. I think they're all listening to us. And then when they announced Rio was going to get a new belt too, I wasn't even excited because I knew it was just going to be a replica of the of Seth belt, even though it's growing on me. It was just, can we get different designs? I did not. No, no, I didn't even think that was going to happen. I thought they were just going to give her a, a, a fucking blue, ver- a blue gold version or fucking, you know, a blue, I don't, some weird strap. They were going to do something that made it. I thought maybe she was going to get like a custom bill. I, I want to say, yes, it is a tad lazy. It is a tad lazy. But in this instance and only in this instance alone, I'll take the laziness for the for the name change. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'll take it. You know, we, we don't have 15 iterations of this bullshit, whereas, like, the big logo, it's, first we had the Scratch logo, the big logo of that version. Then, yeah. we had, you know, the WWE, then we had the Network logo, and eh, it's only going to get worse. Like, people Triple don't once UFC takes over, it's going to get worse. Even How's Triple that? H got bored, and you just had Adam Pearce doing it. I don't, okay, well, hold on. You brought up how UFC was going to get into it. Like, how so? Like, the first UFC belt wasn't bad. I the like the first one, UFC belt. The current one? The current one's not horrible. It's not the greatest thing in the world. It's generic as fuck. It's, it's bulky other, as shit. It's, but it's not the worst thing there is. It's the no, and I, and I get you, but there is no company. There is not a single company right now in... Pause. I'm trying to think of a single one that might have. No, that's that. There's smaller companies out there that do normal belts that have plated belts that look like something that you used to see. However, none of the big companies have that. None of them. They all have a flashy world fucking title. So, which one? Impact. Impact is still flashy. It still has their logo smack dab in the middle of it. 
Yeah. As much as it is a solid, like, single-plated, engraved, blah, 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 I get that everybody else's is godly with their name in front of it. It's how it is. It sucks. Imp- Impact it have a sucks. lot of silver plates, too, and I don't, I don't like silver yeah, plates. I don't like silver plates. I'm a sucker. Sorry. You did it, Vince. He's got him rocking on the fucking tag belts right now, so he loves for now. silver. Oh, I, they're what are they? What, what are they going to do with the tag belts? Is it just going to be like another big ass logo belt? When when we talked about this last week, when was the last time they changed them? Like oh two, oh three, uh, two thousand ten. They've had these yeah, okay. designs since. Because initially, before that, it was they were using the two separate belts for Raw and SmackDown. Which, funny enough, the penny tags when they came out, those were not the initially. There was a set that had nameplates on them. Pennies with nameplates? You know how like, how the big gold used to have a nameplate instead yeah. of nameplates? These tags had them. They wouldn't have been. And they're now a private collector. And they actually have the nameplates of who the original champions were. It was supposed to be Jericho and Big Show. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I remember them being uh, some tag tag champions. They're floating out there somewhere. Maybe Jericho lost him again. That's surprising. <laughs> Maybe he lost him in DC. Right. <laughs> yeah. I love his story about how the driver brought him back. Oh, so I oh, found yeah, him. He didn't. Back. He stole him. Did he though? Yes. I mean, did he though? Yes. Or was it too much bubbly? Uh, cool. Jericho certainly had a lot of bubbly that night. He always Maybe, has a I lot of bubbly. It's how it works. I think it's a mix of both. Yeah. It's all about bubbly. Jericho probably left it in the limo. It was good publicity. It was good publicity for <laughs> yeah. And if You're it not was wrong there. If it wasn't a veteran like Jericho, he probably wouldn't have gotten away with it. That's and he would have been fired. He would have been. Mm-hmm. If it was Hangman, he would have been fired. Well, what about Wardlow? So then what's yeah, Wardlow's excuse? They got it back pretty quick for Wardlow. Was it all for show, or they were just like, ah, shit, just give him another one? Now, oh, Gunter, when he had the uh, the uh, WWE NXT UK, they yeah, still haven't gotten that back. Fuck no. I missed that. Oh, I forgot about that. That, honestly, of, you know, that style design of belts will always be the nicest-looking title. Well, yeah. okay, again, we talked about that last week. You have the same fucking build. Why can't you put shit in the background? Why can't you make your fucking logo little and put shit in the fucking in the thing? Like, but come on, you fucking just fucking. We know we know the company, bro. It, the yeah. fucking logo sits in the corner. Okay, it's on everything, everything. Like, come on, dude. I'm pretty sure everybody knew which company the big eagle and the winged eagle belonged to, and the logo was only small. Yep, tiny. Um, on top. But we're getting more belts, like I said. They're probably going to unify the the red and blue tag team titles, and they're definitely unifying the women's tag team titles. I fucking hope so. No, nah, I'm waiting for Monday when supposedly DIYs coming back. I yeah. like that, please. please I never please. liked the, the NXT women's tag team titles anyway because they only introduced them because Sasha and Bailey couldn't be bothered going to NXT. Bingo. Oh, yeah. They, they were too grown for that place now. You know, we grew up. Yeah, and got I think they went 
back once or twice, and then they just, just kept having feuds on Raw and SmackDown. They're like, okay, we need women's tag team titles yeah. in NXT. It never made sense. And like, I'm telling you now, Ronda's eventually going to turn on Shayna. And then it's eventually next year, it's going to lead to Misha Tate versus Ronda Rousey at WrestleMania. Don't don't you do that. Don't do that. Well, or Nunez may be on her way, too. Don't you put that no, energy her, out her. there. Nunez, the, 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 what, the, the girl that just... Yeah, let's get Nunez. Oh, I, I got no Jesus time for Christ. It was her. I, I, I get names mixed up. <laughs> I was like, please not, Misha. I don't need to see Misha Tate. I don't need to see fucking Gina Carrera. I don't need a fuck. What other fucking goddamn dominant MMA fuck? I don't need to see Holly Holmes. No you know what I always hated about Misha Tate is Ronda whooped her twice, I think. And then because she couldn't beat her, she was celebrating like a schoolgirl when Holly Holmes beat Ronda Rousey. Oh, she was the biggest Holly Holmes fan. It's like, bro, you, you lost. Just because you twice. couldn't do it. You got spanked. <laughs> but whatever. Yeah. Who who are we to talk down uh UFC fighters? <laughs> um hopefully we're gonna keep the US and the IC as they are. WWE have been introducing more fucking titles lately than Tony Khan's been making announcements. This is this is damn true. And normally I'd be true. excited, but like you keep saying, they're the same fucking designs. So then, we'll do, okay, well, make the tag now. So okay, we keep talking about it. Now you got to do tag, yeah. and then you got to do the women's tag. And the then... tag needs unifying more than anything because it's got to be so tiring carrying four goddamn belts around every week. Well, yeah, those, those belts aren't light. No. No, they're not. <laughs> so you got that. And you're, those are probably, honestly, about, I'd say about maybe eight pounds a piece. So that's 16 pounds. Then on top of your ring gear, then on top of your street clothes, and whatever shit else you have. All the shit else. But you got to be carrying at least, probably, what would you say, what, close to 40, maybe 50 pounds? Easy. Yeah, I, I think the replicas are heavier because they use thicker leather, so it's not as flexible. Uh, and yeah. they're heavy as shit, and I wouldn't want to carry them around all the time. Mm-hmm. So they don't even use real leather on the replicas. No, fuck no, <laughs> fuck no. I saw some a video where they like they took a one of the straps and they cut it open, and it's like oh. the simulated leather, and then fucking cardboard. Wow. Yeah, baby. Yeah, at least they don't baby. use Velcro like the actual belts. Now, supposedly, the AEW belt, the replica is supposedly, I haven't seen it in person, but I've heard it's, like, the nicest replica on the market. But then again, for $800, what do you want? Do you fi- yeah, you oh, yeah, better I mean, be good. Uh, man, when they had two with Punk and Mox, they, I couldn't tell which one was real and which one was a replica. Right. Unlike in Impact, when AJ came back to face Magnus, you could tell which one was a replica. Or when uh, <laughs> CM Punk and John, when uh, Rey Mysterio won the WWE title. That uh, was for all of five minutes. Hey. Because the main plate is like half the size. Hats off to AEW. Um, all right, that's enough belt talk. Uh, we have two King of the Mike matches this week. First up, it's Beer versus Ted P. De Niro. In one corner, a rookie in the world of promo battles, but no stranger to the spotlight. 
coming off a heated feud with Kenny Killer for the Knowledge Championship. In the other corner, a seasoned contender who has left his mark on King of the Mike tournament before, coming up in the 2019 runner-up. Just ask Moses about that one. Mm. Um, and recently, challenging me for the TV title, so who will go on to face Chris Reed in the semifinals? Let's find out. Let's go, Teddy. People not knowing, I am no longer eligible for knowledge championship matches until Kenny is dethroned. But you want to know the reason why they put that ruling in? It's because it's fear. Fear is the glue that holds all our society together. Fear is power. And one day it'll be the most expensive thing you'll ever pay if you want the antidote to cure all fear. I said a couple of weeks ago that this would be the beginning of the beers rise from the ashes. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. My comeback begins. Ted, I don't know you. I never will know you. But let me tell you this. This isn't personal. This is just business. And when I become king of the mic, you're going to say, what's next? You're going to say, what is on my mind? My mind is solely focused on becoming the world champion. I will get every single championship and I am gonna run with it. No one will ever take anything away from me anymore. It was maybe the lowest I've ever was until she said to me, she said, beer, the only way is up. You are that star in the sky. 
And that's what she said. And then she whispered again and again and again in my ear and it made me think. Darkness is beautiful. Darkness will seize the land. Tonight, the reckoning is upon us. And I will make playthings of your heroes. Ted, it begins with you. And then it'll go on to whoever's next on my list. And trust me, there will be no mercy, no hope, no vengeance, no escape. And when the time comes, as I turn my gaze for the world to see, the legend of Max Wrestling Podcast will be an afterthought. It would just be a mirror image of what it was. And when it's all over and done with, it will be worth nothing at all. You will fear me. You will fear the beer. If you don't get it, it's probably not for you. <laughs> Hit up on the grind, you know the game is over. That's say I blaze the mic just like a flamethrower. The devil's so sick, just like You never know when I'll show up. You never know when I'ma do the things that I'ma do. That's the thing that people love and hate about me. They love the fact that I'm so unpredictable. And they hate the fact that I'm so unpredictable. I do what I want, when I want, whatever time. In the daytime, morning time. At night, it don't matter. And you see that stuff, that don't even phase me. That's regular stuff. It's fucking firecracker people tripping. Oh my god, it's gun! No, it's firecracker. Live life better. But, um... I'm here for a beer. What's up, beer? not really aware of you. I don't really watch your content because, well, I'm me. Like, why would I watch your content? You gotta make it make sense. It, it doesn't at all. So, um, you lost your belt. That sucks. Yeah. Couldn't happen to me, though. I don't have a belt. I wear the title of the world's greatest glitch in the system. That's, that's my title, and I wear it proudly. I am me. You are beer. Mm. Got knowledge? Like, are you smart? Are you smarter than a fifth grader beer? I don't know. Look like one of the contestants. Yeah. Both of us are way overdue for a haircut. So, 
there's that. Also, like, I mean, you're like against me, and like, I don't even know you. And this is like bad. You gotta destroy people you don't even know sometimes. Like, come on, dog. Sister Abigail over here tripping. I'm sick my dog on you. Get him. Get him. Get him, sister. Get him. She looking like, who? Where? When? What? I get him, daddy. I get him. Man, y'all know. Y'all know. I can't be talking long. Last time I talked, I thought I was talking for like four minutes. Turned out I was talking for nine minutes. It's crazy. It's crazy. I'm not, I'm not doing that again. We keep talking though. Keep running my jaws, running my mouth till I feel like it's time. It's time. Beer, it's time to give it up. True King of the Mic is here. Funny thing about it is, last time I believe I was between me and Moses Marquez. And you know what El Jefe did? He beat me respectfully. And I had no queries about that. And then that's what brings us so close together in the MDO. So, when I win, he wins. When Cypher wins, he wins. When Trav wins, whenever he comes back, he wins. Or if he loses, it doesn't matter. Because El Jefe wins. El Jefe wins. El Jefe wins. So if I win, El Jefe wins. If Cypher wins, El Jefe wins. El Jefe wins. So you can like just mark this up because anybody dealing with me or coming next to me when it comes to these situations or path that we go on, these little promo tasks, is anybody ready for me? I believe not. Nobody can talk as much as me and nobody can come up with as much stuff as me. For I am him. I am De Niro. I am Teddy P. I am the glitch in the system. And what's understood doesn't need to be explained. If you don't get it, guess what? It's probably not for you to get. Teddy came in at, of course, 420. <laughs> because that's Teddy, baby. <laughs> Gotta love right. Teddy P. Um, okay. And Beer came in at 440. Hey. With 20 seconds. Congratulations to Bia, who advanced to the next round and will face Chris Reed in two weeks. But it's not all doom and gloom. Teddy, of course, um, I mean, technically has a world title shot, even though it's a test of loyalty. Technically. <laughs> Technicalities is all that matters in the world of, uh, of what we do. <laughs> uh, later in the show, we will see Chad take on DC for the first time ever. But now we're taking a trip through the annals of time with This Week in Wrestling History. June 9th, 2004, AJ Styles won the X Division Championship for the third time, defeating Kazarian. This was the first title change of NWA TNA's rebrand to just TNA, uh, even though they were still under the NWA for another three years. Oh, damn. Um, that, that was like the old, old school block gold logo NWA dot dot TNA. Um, 
June 9th, also June 9th in 2018. Ah, two big title changes at Dominion as Chris Jericho defeated Tetsuya Naito for the Intercontinental title, while Kenny Omega finally defeated Okada to win the big one in a thrilling hour and four minutes, two out of three falls match, which many hailed as one of the greatest wrestling matches of all time. I'm sure you'll get no arguments from the company here. No, no, sir. (laughs) All right. I remember watching it the next morning and was just in awe every second of that whole hour. I, I had a one-word response. God damn. That was amazing. I um, and the only seven-star match in history. Fucking A. Fucking A. Also, the Young Bucks defeated Evil and Sonata for their first and only IWGP tag team titles. They won the junior tag team a bunch of times. Um, uh, Hiromu Takahashi defeated Will Ospreay for the junior heavyweight title. Michael Elgin won the never open weight title from Hiroki Goto and Taichi. Look at that guy go. Uh, in fact, the only champions that retained on the show were Suzuki Gun. Uh, it was a banger oh, card. Right. Fucking six man tags. Yeah. Uh, June 10th, 1983. It's not very often we go to the 80s, but Harley Race became a seven time NWA world champion, defeating Ric Flair at a house show in St. Louis. This was one of the title changes that officially actually happened. I fucking love that. <laughs> I love that where it's like they had a bunch of they had a handful of title changes yeah. at house shows, but they didn't know if they wanted they don't to count it or not. Or they did it. Or they did it in Puerto Rico. Like if you actually yep. look at it, Ric Flair is actually technically like a twenty or twenty-one yeah, yeah. time world champion. Twenty-six actually. If you did yeah. the fucking number right, it's like twenty-six. Lee Corgan could be an asshole. It could be like, yeah, you know. what? I'm officially recognizing this as as world title reigns. He yeah. he doesn't want the heat. Okay, he ain't got the Smashing Pumpkins ain't that got the ain't got that kind of money for the heat. All right. <laughs> Honestly, so if C, if Cena, for example, came back and broke the record, I would the oh, next day be like, God. officially, just as a way of saying, you know what, fuck you. I mean, I could see it too. John win fucking ten straight titles. Bam, what's up? Tied your record again. Like what the. Fuck? At this point, I'd be happy with Cena winning 17. 17's cool. Flair is even if he's care. Yeah. Flair doesn't care because he knows the real number. (laughs) Yeah. Goodness. If you you look on Wikipedia of the NWA World title reign, it's all white. And then you get to Harley Race and Ric Flair back and forth, and it's just gray. You fucking ain't right. (laughs) Um, June 10th, uh, 2012, Amir's favorite year. Yeah. The unlikely team of former rivals AJ Styles and Kurt Angle won the TNA Tag Team titles, defeating Bad Influence at Slammiversary 10, even though it was technically Slammiversary 6, but it was the 10-year anniversary of TNA. Sure. Um, I hate when they started confusing the numbers like that. They did it with Bound for Glory, too. Um, Miss Testmacher also defeated Gail Kim for the Knockouts title, um, and prime heel run Bobby Roode successfully defended the TNA world title against Sting after smashing a beer bottle over his head. Honestly, that was when Bobby Roode was the absolute best. Uh, 2012, I think, was one of TNA's best years, especially for Bobby Roode. If we could have gotten that Bobby Roode in WWE... Yeah, he was an amazing heel. Like, if you had gotten that Bobby Roode in WWE... You would have had a main event star. Yeah. You could have put him, you know, up against guys like Cena, guys like Roman, you know, when Roman was a face. You know, you could have had him up against, you know, 
anybody. Anybody. Yeah. yeah, he was more of a top guy coming in, and I don't understand why he didn't get as good of a push, especially considering his fucking NXT run for crying out loud. It was glorious. How do you have yeah. such a fucking glorious everything and get to fucking still, nowhere, But I still can't believe that that scene was initially intended for Nakamura. Yeah. How do you run with a theme that was supposed to be for Shinsuke? It, it wouldn't have worked with Shinsuke. It wouldn't have worked. No, not even a little bit. No, I mean, it. he is all grandeur and spectacle, but it was too slow for him. Way too slow. But um, it, not, not, now with, with, um, yeah, with DIY supposedly coming back, can, can we get a glorious bomb again? Please. <laughs> well, I mean, we can don't we know where Bobby Roode is. We need to find oh, out where hurt. it is. He's oh, hurt. He's hurt. He's I, I, I know yeah, he's been for a while, but... Yep. He's not coming back till at least Mania next year. I don't even know about that. He had neck fusion surgery. Remind yourself of that neck fusion surgery. So he had similar surgery to like I think like Edge and shit. Mm. You got you got look what Orton got. Oh yeah, you got Orton. Oh, uh, he's fucked. Orton, Orton's done. I'm I'm saying it right now. Orton he fucked his back up bad. Orton's never coming back. That's a damn shame. Fucking a. Um, he never seemed to like get out of his prime. No, dude. He fuck. I mean, talking about a guy like we we would always give John shit for being prime time in the main <laughs> event, but in all reality, so is Randy. But Randy yeah. never was not at that level. No, no matter the fucking year, he was always on hit him running with goddamn Matt Riddle was he was he was still main event level. Yeah, you can always rely on Randy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, some people are just at that level. Yeah. Seth mm. is at that level. Roman at that level. No. Oh, there, there's no way down for Roman now. No. Roman, no, when he drops it and eventually becomes like a more of a part timer, he's going to be huge. Like he's like next, like. Nobody is on his level in that company. No. Nobody. And we'll see him very soon in Fast Part 20. One of those. Uh, so yeah, so Sting lost the world title match to Bobby Roode, and a few days after on Impact was the debut of Aces and Eights as they attacked yeah. Sting. Um, you know, I may be in a minority, but I mostly enjoyed Aces and Eights. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Some of the reveals sucked. Uh, like Garrett Bischoff, D- don't care. Oh, D'Lo Brown. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I like the gimmick. Hey. And it worked for a while with the masks. Then it just hey, started like, getting a little yeah. underwhelming. And the worst kept I mean, secret was Wes Briscoe is a member. Yeah. Oh. Like, he, he barely had a full mask. And his damn long curly hair was flowing at the back. It was obvious it was him. Oh. And Kurt Angle should have seen it coming. Like, dude, trim your hair. Or man bun. He did put in a man bun sometimes, but it was just, we've seen you with your hair down, Wes. Um, Anyway. Who the fuck y'all talking about? Who the fuck y'all talking about? I'm so lost right now. You said something about Briscoe, and I'm like, uh, what? Yeah, he only really did stuff in in Impact. Uh, And I was actually there for the night he turned heel on Kurt in Manchester. But uh, I digress. June 10th, 
2022. So only last year in history, the incredible reign of Gunter began as he defeated Ricochet for the Intercontinental title on SmackDown and is, of course, still champion today. Uh, you know, I, I made this prediction on this show actually a couple months back. They're going to have him break Honky Tonk's record. Oh, definitely. And I he's only Honky's got like 400 something. He's got another 80 some days, maybe. Yeah, it's not much. Uh, you know what I think Honky do- had it for 444, maybe. Yeah, it's, it's like mid 400s, yeah. Okay, so I, I don't mean to hold, keep this up a little longer, but I gotta get this off my chest. So I said this about Gunther, Gunther once. Okay, you gotta fucking, he's, he's gotta be the next, like, ultimate warrior. He's gotta beat fucking Seth Rollins or whoever world heavyweight champion is, and that's how he loses the IC title. Nobody should beat him. Nobody. No. Um, but, I mean, if somebody does, it's gonna be a huge thing for their career. Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. That's the point, like, baby. That's the point, baby. If he's not gonna lose it, he, here's here's what you do. You have him lose it in a triple threat. Mm. You know, it is it cheap, yes, but it gets the, the strap off. I mean, Honky Tonk had it for four hundred and fifty-four days. So yeah, we're he's talking close. under under three months, which June, that would put him right around Survivor Series. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely doable. Yeah, doable. Well, I mean, he, so he's definitely going to have it for money in the bank, and whoever he's against in Wembley, they're going to hear those slaps right in the cheap seats. Fuck yeah, baby. <laughs> Guys, we're going to hear them here. Mm. Wait, did I say Wembley? Oh, two. Fucking just, Wembley. Just ask Adam Cole how okay, those chops okay. feel. Yeah. He chopped the soul out of Adam Cole. <laughs> I think the worst is Zack Sabre, but yeah. <laughs> Ask Sammy Guevara how those chops Oh, felt. God. Everybody's dying. And you know what? I think he's actually stronger now than he was in his indie days. He's trimmed down in his own muscle. Yeah. Oh, fucking shit. <laughs> like, he is jacked. Oh, yeah. Man. Um... June 11th, 2003, AJ Styles won the NWA world title for the first time when he defeated Jeff Jarrett and Raven. Um, Back when that title still actually kind of meant something. Yeah, it had a good run in in Impact. Not Tyrus? (sighs) Apparently, if you don't like Tyrus, you're not a pro wrestling fan. I gotta kill the mood. (laughs) What I do. It's what I do. Mentioning Tyrus. Um, AJ was the fourth champion overall under TNA. I think so. It was Shamrock, Truth, Jeff Jarrett, AJ. Damn. Um, stick him with June. Actually, I've only done half the week because there's so much to get through. June 11th, 2006. John Cena faced the most hostile crowd of his entire career as he defended the WWE title against ECW original Rob Van Dam at ECW One Night Stand in Hammerstein Ballroom. Talk about stacking the odds. Fucking A. Oh, God, I remember that match. <laughs> <laughs> he, you know, throwing the shirt out to the crowd, which, you know, he always did, and they kept throwing it yeah. back. Mm-hmm. I, that was like 
the first prime example of anti-Cena crowds. Um, and when they said if Cena won, they would riot, like, they meant it. Like, people are like, New York fans are insane. Yeah, and not only New York fans, but they uh, they were ECW diehards. They, oh, yeah. they, they literally had to sneak Cena out the back door, and he lost. <laughs> and Imagine if know, he'd have won. I know, right? Oh, shit. <laughs> Can we get an airlift? Airlift, multiple security guards, <laughs> where's the SWAT team at? And when you had Sabu versus Rey Mysterio and then DQ. Uh, two horrible decisions with Sabu. The DQ against Rey, and he fucking tapped out to Cena. Oy. The first time he ever tapped out. Yeah. And Cena's STF sucks. Yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> He's just laying on him. He's just literally laying on them. Uh, just been singing Cena's praise. I'd love to see him seventeen-time champion, but then yeah, his STF sucked. Ask, Re- ask Regal to show you how to do a proper. STF. Hey, how they doing? Yeah, even now, he can still do it. Um, so thankfully, with an assist from Cena's nemesis Edge, Van Dam hit the five-star frog splash to win the title and was then crowned ECW World Champion two days later on the first episode of ECW on Sci-Fi. Started they- off well, went downhill very quickly. And they I gave him a replica. Yeah, they gave him a replica. But he did find the spinner funny. I'm just, yeah, I want to keep this one. And Heyman's like, why? It spins. It spins. <laughs> I'm stoned. Um, final piece of history this week is not actually in the wrestling world. Um, June 11th, 2020, Max Wrestling presented Trivia Takeover 5 Champions Chase, also known as The Shift. Uh, for those that weren't around three years ago, two weeks before this event, I decided to retire due to personal issues with a former co-host. Um, mm-hmm. But refusing to let that happen, Moses, Travis, Mike, and the Demoness pulled together to record what would have been, or could have been, the final episode. And along with many others, including DC, convinced me to keep going. So, made my official return at Trivia Takeover. We've made some big changes since. Never looked back. Yeah. No, sir. Um, there's probably a lot more history for the rest of the week, but that's enough for now. <laughs> I want you to teach me how to take away that voice. Enough! The MDO is a family, and I've told you guys from the jump, there will be no fighting. But if you feel like you need to breach that, and you gotta go out of your way to fight somebody, you can fight me. Um, I don't know what the hell that was all about, I'm sure you know more than I do.
And just because he's MDL don't mean that you know Trav, all right? I, we haven't seen the cat since promo mania, so all bets are off at this point. But he's fam. He's I fam. mean, it, it's almost like he resurfaced after this mysterious Anon mascara showed up. Yeah, like I said, MDO, you know, Trav's MDO. You know, you MDO, you MDO for life. You, you, it's, what's the old-fashioned way? You blood in, blood out. The only way out is we beating your ass. But, you know, we look into it, and now that's, let's have some fun. Let's get away from the BSery. Let's get into some fun. Let's see if Daz can get there before y'all do. Maybe even DC would jump in this time, too. Two minutes to guess this mystery opponent. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time to guess the wrestler. I wonder who this could possibly be. Who is it? Who the hell is it? Guess the wrestler. He's the wrestler. Better than all the wrestler. Two minutes on the clock. Two minutes on the clock. Not a whole lot of history to go. I will start with this. He is a current New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, he's a part of New Japan and Impact at the same time. I'll give you all lead y'all with that one. Uh, Maverick Pro Wrestling, heavyweight champion one time, and Maverick Revolution champion. Once as well, uh, wrestling revolver champion and uh, pro wrestling revolver tag team champion with Ace Austin. Austin. Uh, uh, Chris Bay. Oh, you guys suck. <laughs> that was easy. Was that right? Well, yeah, that was easy. I knew it should have went all like, I was like, you know what? I was thinking, I was like, I should go like El Phantasma or something. Like I was like, nah, they're not going to get Chris Bay that easy. But then again, Ace Austin fucking ruined it. I didn't know Chris Bay was in uh, New Japan. Yeah. He's part oh. of Bullet Club. Oh, yeah, of course he is. Well, there you go then. Uh, promo on Chris Bay at the end of the show. Avoided <laughs> that easily. See Ultimate Finesse, your girl's favorite wrestler, and you are watching Max Wrestling. Podcast Max. We're going to take it to the Max. Welcome back to the Gap and Mo Show. We're here every single Thursday. Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, wherever it is you may be joining us, and head to the website, maxwrestlingnet.weebly.com. It'll come. Your second King of the Mic opening round match as Teddy P squares off against Beer. Wait, no, we just seen that one. We did that one. We did that one. It's DC, DC and Chad. And against Chad. <laughs> plus AEW. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of shit happened on AEW last night. But first, it's time for stupid shit people say online. This is shit Mark say. You guys suck. OMG. Eggplant emoji. WTF. Santa Claus emoji. Thought he was dead, LOL. Peach emoji. Shit Mark's say. You could just do a whole show on Ryback's Twitter feed. Oh, We actually could. Oh, my goodness. What has Ryback said this week? Didn't he block you? Oh, yeah. On three or four different accounts. <laughs> he has blocked Max Wrestling on TikTok, yeah. I'll tell you that. <laughs> blocked me yeah. on my main account. Blocked me on my wrestling account. Shit on him yet. Blocked me on Max. Blocked me on... I think he blocked me on Throne Zone account, too. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> um, all right, then. We begin by asking Moses, has anybody been very oozy on... Not been very oozy on TikTok? Oh my goodness, gracious. So, uh, uh, spoiler time revealed. Uh, I actually got kicked. I wouldn't say kicked off of TikTok, but, uh, we got, I got logged off for some dumb reason. Couldn't get on, but the last, but the last, um, time I seen anything, uh, white chocolate is back with a vengeance, as they say. 
And um, that fucking punk flag has never been waved harder by any man I've ever seen in my entire life. He is waving it hard. He's bleeding at the fingertips. Um, I mean, I still like punk, but come on. He's calling him the savior of a of what uh, the savior of AEW is what he's calling him. He didn't really save it the first time when he was super popular. That's all. That's all I got for that. Lovely platform. (laughs) Chocolate. Come on, man. I mean, I I I feel you, but look at reality. Come on. Oh, no. He lives in public. How long until Punk gets hurt again? Exactly. Well, not only that, not only that, when, what, what happens when something doesn't go his way? Then what? You're going to throw another fit? You're going to have another fucking media scrum? You're going to call everybody out again? And then you're going to have everybody saw- go on your side for what? Dang. I saw this meme, and it was a meme of Punk, you know, coming back, and Desi, or Mo, if either of you have seen Breaking Bad, you, you know... Yeah. All the way through. It was a meme of Walter White saying to Hank, the cancer's back. Ah, oh, fuck. Well, it fits perfectly. It, it's true. Like, <laughs> it fits perfectly. They, overall, they do not need punk. No. Like, not in the level that they think they do. And I swear to God, if he is the one to defeat MJF for the title, no. I mean, I think I think the original plan was for MJF to beat him for the title. So I don't know what yeah. they're going to do now. Yeah, I don't. Think it has to be Adam Cole. That or I mean, there might be. I'm trying to think. There might be somebody else. But I can't think of him just right. Maybe you go right back to Kenny. I don't know. Um. All right. Well, on the other side of social media, first up, we have. Dopey D. Dopey D. You sound like a fucking... Um, and on the topic of MGF, actually. Um, when it was pretty much announced that we're getting Tanahashi and MGF, which we'll get to when we discuss AEW, Dopey D says, no, no, and no. MJF doesn't need to wrestle on this card. Yeah, he does. He's the world champion. Uh-huh. This this ain't WWE. The world champion doesn't get to skip a pay per view just for no reason. That's well. Number one, that was exactly like my first like one. It's like first, of all, this is your job, all right, <laughs> So you gonna be there. I don't give a fuck what they say. You are gonna be there. It's your job. But two, this is the second show of a giant collaboration show that reminisces the Super Show of the '90s that then went on to become Wrestle Fucking Kingdom. Okay, let's let's not fucking forget how let's, fucking let's Wrestle Kingdom fucking... started. It started because of the WCW New Japan Super Shows. Yeah. So, what the fuck are we talking about? Plus, I, it's against Tanahashi. And I haven't seen Tanahashi have a bad match in... Ever? <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm not trying to be an asshole when I say it like that, but in all reality... I saw the guy wrestle in a fucking in, in a tiny ring and with five hundred people in a standing room, and he killed it. He fucking killed it. Like, like we're talking. He's a generational fucking talent for a reason. You know what I'm saying? He's not. He's not the ace of New Japan because it's a fucking clever name. What the fuck? And we don't call him Sinahashi for no reason either. Oh yeah. 
but why why would you not want AEW's world champion or think the AEW world champion doesn't need to wrestle on an AEW pay-per-view? Especially a big opponent like Tanahashi. I, I, I don't get your logic. Narrow-minded dumbass. That's the logic. Um, yeah, so you can get in the bin. Next up, oh boy, we have... I ain't even going to give him a name. I'm just going to... Geography ain't a strong suit. Um, <laughs> somebody tweeted out, um, Asian queens love having so much representation on SmackDown. And we got, like, Shotzi... Mm-hmm. Um, we got EO. Yep. Um, anyway. It's a long list. <sighs> Actually, there's two people on here that uh, geography ain't their strong suit. First one, Oscar and EO are Japanese, not Asian. Bingo. They live in a certain I mean, country within Asia, player. A- Asian is like, you know, like kind of broad like that's basically it's saying you know broad. oh yeah it's fucking bad bro. have y'all seen the size of asia bro <laughs> like oh. oh most of most of russia is in asia a good chunk don't, of you don't think about asia. that very often so geography don't fit with a lot of people oh shit are, are, are you gonna call vladimir putin asian that Chinese bastard. I would. I wouldn't dare. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it gets worse. I mean, at least yeah, this. Does. At least this guy was. He, he owned up to it. Um, hopefully, I don't get attacked for this. But why is Shotzi on there? She's Filipino, not Asian. Philippines uh, is in Asia, uh, ju- just just still, like Japan. Um, but <laughs> the funny response is, "Oh, I didn't know that. I genuinely thought the Philippines." Was down in Mexico. I got a genuine thought. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I am sorry. The education system has failed us. <laughs> failed us. I hope it's not uh, as bad out there, bro. Out here, it sucks. I'll tell you that right the fuck now. Nah. I'm pretty sure most I mean, people I, know I, the Philippines is in Asia over here. Yeah. You know, to this guy, I would say. Go out to go on Amazon.com, type in the word globe. Fuck no, don't even do that. Don't even do it. Pull your goddamn phone out and fucking Google Maps. There's a satellite over fucking Asia right now. Right now. No, that might be too small of a screen. Yeah. You can buy a map for like probably like three bucks. Don't tell me you can't go on Google Maps on your fucking TV or something. I swear to God you can. But do they know how to zoom? No. They don't. (laughs) That's why they're in the bin. In in the bin with Ralph Wiggum failing English. Ah, That's impossible. Um, And finally, there's one more this week. And funnily enough, it is Ryback. I I couldn't not include Ryback. Who said... I've been gone seven years, and you were obsessed with me. I am what is missing from wrestling. You guys need me more than ever. The truth always wins. Hashtag hungry. I just fucking threw up a little bit in my mouth. Why is it? Why is it then that literally nobody is banging his door down to bring him in? 
Why is it that Tony Khan has not brought him in? Or Scott Demore or Triple H? Nobody wants him. Because they, they don't, don't, don't want him. Hold on, wait. Cause you, you, you leave the fucking whole list of all televised tele- new wrestling. Is it, no has he a fucking <laughs> single independent match? He, he couldn't look- even control his narrative. Bam. Loved it. Hell, EC3 didn't even want him. That's what I'm saying. This guy uh, didn't wrestle rock bottom. any fucking where. He didn't wrestle at your local indie. He didn't wrestle at a fucking car wash at the fucking state fair. He's been nowhere. He's been on the fucking internet eating chips like a jackass. He's done one, like one or two wrestling appearances since he's left. Oh. And that was wrestling appearances. Fuck out. No, it's like he's done like one match. He did one match. And bum fuck nowhere. Hey, 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 wait, you ready for this one? This, this is the good one. I'm going to wanker. Fucking easy, yeah, wanker. Um, seven years and you're obsessed. The only person obsessed with Ryback is Ryback. It's fucking Ryback. And maybe CM Punk. Yeah, but for a good reason. He's dumb as fuck. All right. Um, so, yeah, he left WWE in 2016. Uh, so he's wrestled like twice in seven years. Yeah, at, at oh, PPW shell shocked. Okay, whatever. <sighs> yeah, uh, exactly. R- Ryan. Nobody, nobody exactly. cares. Exactly, DC. It doesn't matter how many times you post a poll. Everybody wants you to retire. Everybody, or or just stay retired. How there many times? How many times did he put out that bullshit? Okay, this one's official. Where should I wrestle next? <laughs> and everyone just says retire. retire. And then he blocked every most people that said retire, and then put it up again. Okay, now we got rid of the haters. Let's try this again. This one's official this time, and it was just retire <laughs> again. Retire. <laughs> just fucking retire. Ah, uh, okay. They are shit marks, and that's the shit they say. So let's uh, get to King of the Mike. That's right. Let's find out who I will be facing. Uh, watch this. Let's find out who I will be facing in three weeks. It's time for the second King of the Match opening bout. I guess opening round match. Whatever. Let's go with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, first time ever clash. No nonsense. Straight shooter. DC taking on the man they call the lawyer from Dragon Club. Chad Mel. Went to Mo, went to Moses Meadow, 
ว่าอะไรโอเคเซนเซนกับพี่เฮมเป็นยู for a long time no given that um given that case that we went through in Louisiana last month I thought it'd be a while before I hear from you again yes I know I know we lost okay I shouldn't have shown that evidence but I did and I know shot us in the foot but regardless regardless what's up am I ready to talk yeah of course I'm ready for my promo wait now oh okay yeah who, who is it against Dominic huh Daniel Cronin yeah yeah no that's fine that's fine little aerial tell you what when I'm done with him when I'm done with him what eh why, why do I call him aerial well isn't it obvious no because when I'm finished with him he's going to be under DC hello Hello? Hello? Oh well. Um, okay, so I guess we're doing this now. Um, one man w e No, but seriously, DC, come on. Me and you, you know? I can't say we've actually interacted much, because, you know, we haven't. And obviously, Travis is running away with the uh, group MVP, but, you know, there's a second belt up for grabs. Me and you, you know? Me and you, it's what's going on. We're close. We're close, you know. I think I'm winning right now, but you're always behind me. We've been made aware of what you're up to. But you know what? Do you know what my client just said on the phone then? They said, if there's one thing that I know about Chad Malcolm, it's that he can chat waffle. So that's literally all I'm going to do. I'm just going to sit here for another what? Three minutes and just chat waffle. So, um, have you been? Have you been up to? No, seriously, seriously. I do hope you go far, Daniel, Daniel, DC, whatever. Just like my little DC under the under DC. No, no, okay. Well, no, I do hope that you go far because, like I said, we don't have we don't have much uh, much history. But maybe in the future, you know, you need a lawyer. Um, yes, okay. Times are hard. Okay, I don't have much work coming in. But you need a lawyer, you know. Let's say. You want to go after a title and you need a dodgy contract? That's what this is for. See, I've got, I've got, I can write you up a totally legitimate contract whenever you need it. Yeah, so as you gathered, times have been hard, you know. I'm sat here drinking a cup of tea, whereas I'd rather be sat here drinking, I don't know, a pint. Or three. You know, sun's out. Sun's out, guns out, so they say. But no, I'm sat here because I can't afford to go out. Got no work coming in. So this is an open invitation to anyone out there who isn't part of the House of what are they call House of Ashes, House of House of Travis. What are they called? It's called the House of Ashes, something like that. Open invitation to anyone that's not a part of that little emo goth group thing they've got going on over there. If you need, if you need a lawyer, this guy, this guy. Look at, look at everything I've done in the past. Look at all the championships that I've held. Look at all the championships that I've got other people to hold. You know, you want, you want something done? This is where you come. Yes, I know, work has been... That's what's going on here, right? Work has been bad recently. There's not been much work coming in, as I said. So yes, I am taking this opportunity to put myself out there and say if anyone wants a new lawyer, if anyone needs a new lawyer, please help me. Because if I don't get any work in the next couple of months, I may need to retire. 
because I can't I can't keep doing this. I'm gonna have to live on benefits. To be fair, I'll probably have a better life, but why should I actually can think about doing that? Huh? Yeah, if I don't get any work in the next few months, I think a change is needed. So this is your last chance. If anybody needs a lawyer, please give me some work. Because I don't want to be sat here drinking tea. It's not even bloody Yorkshire. It's not even Yorkshire tea. It's like Tetley or something. Please, if anyone needs a lawyer, give me a ring. You've got my number. And if you haven't, talk to the captain. Because he knows what's up. Here we are. Chad Malcolm. My opponent, first round. Chad who? What have you done? Who have you faced, Chad? What have you done outside of these bullshit, lame, cinematic promos that, quite frankly... A second grader could have booked better. The same shit over and 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 over again. Lame. Can't do anything outside of it. Now let me point something out to you. Let me educate you into a little fact. Very few of the OGs are still doing this. I believe there are two. Teddy P, a man who I have the utmost respect for. A guy who I consider a friend. And myself. Now I know what you're going to say. You're going to say, oh, he's never won. He always loses. Who cares? I don't care. Because see, unlike some people, I don't treat this like it's a life thing. It's just something I do for fun. It's just something that I do to have a good time. But you know what? That's all it is. But you see, now you and the rest of the inner circle have pissed me the fuck off. See, I was done. After my bout with Desi, I was fucking done. I didn't want to do promos. I was done after promo mania. I didn't want to do it again. I didn't want to do another fucking promo. I love doing trivia. I fucking love it. But I was bored. I had done everything I had wanted to do. I had worked with everyone I wanted to work with. I worked with... Moses. I had worked with Robert Davis. I have worked with Mike Larkin. I have worked with the absolute best of the best of the best that Max has ever had, save for one. The one that got away. You want to see the absolute best promos? Watch her stuff. Study her stuff. Here's, here's what I want you to do. I want you to take a little notepad. I want you to take a notepad. And grab a little pen and watch 
Watch what she does. Watch what she says. Watch her delivery. Watch Moses' promos. Hell, you can even watch Traps' promos. See what he's done. Watch. Be a student of the game. Be a student of all the great promos in the past. Watch what they do and find your own thing. Get away from these cinematic fucking lame ass promos. Shit, I have seen better work on Impact. I have seen better... I, I have seen better at a fucking elementary school play. It's bullshit. And I was good at reti being retired. I was good with it. But like I said, now you piss me the fuck off. Everyone else has pissed me the fuck off because nobody, nobody thought to think, hmm... Maybe, maybe we should actually check with him and see if he actually wants to do this fucking bullshit. But no, nobody came to me and I said, hey, do you want to do it? I find out when the world finds out. So I'm thinking I'm retired when, oh, lo and behold, oh, I got booked for a match. Now, if this was the first time, I would have excused it, but no. I'm not, wasn't told. This was the second time. So now, I'm on a fucking warpath. And it starts with you. And it doesn't end until I take back something that I didn't even want in the first place. Dazzy Lee, I'm coming for you next. Chad, that damn song is going to be stuck in my head now. Thank you very much. So... Results. Chad comes in at four forty-eight. Ooh. And DC comes in at four fifty-nine. Right there on the dot. Almost perfect time. Daniel Crimmins goes through to the next round at Trivia Takeover and will face either the Phoenix or Mo Moses. Very confident there, looking past Phoenix. <laughs> so we could have the uh, the tag team champions going up against each other. Yeah. Hey, it's Not sure could be. Let's be real. Will be. Only happened one other time? One or two other times? One or two other times. Well, I mean, it seems oh, like yeah, he's yeah. got you in his sights, so you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what's going on. I mean, we all know how Feeney is, all right? Feeney's hungry for gold. He's hungry for redemption. He could be gunning for me. We don't know. I don't. I am looking past him. I always look past Feeney. That's how it works. That's how I've always overstepped him. But then again, every time I've done that, he's come out of nowhere. Yeah. So um, I can at least give him a little bit of do. And if I may, I got yeah. a, little bit of a little bit of challenge to throw down. Well, I was going to address that. I saw what, uh, what Mr. Cypher had to say back, back there. And you know what? I enjoyed his promo. It was very good last week. And that is a Cypher that I want. Hey, hey, I'm throwing down a challenge to Cypher. Name the time. Name the place. TV rules. No TV rules. Old school, no time limit. Fine. Name the time. All right. I'm down with that. 
Um, and also, I mean, we got unfinished business. Uh, I took the TV title. You took the tag team title. So that that last remark's fine by me, especially with the inflammatory comments towards cinematic matches. Let's dance at some point. And I took an, out another dragon. <laughs> yeah, he did. Love it. Um, I mean, Chad's You're been right. just as absent as Travis has, so. This is the truth. As far as y'all and the one to dance again, y'all know where. You may, you may as well call me Euron Greyjoy. Hey. <laughs> I take out dragons. It's what I do. References are hot. All right. So in other news, um, WWE will just run, run through quickly this week. Uh, Jimmy accidentally cast Jay the U.S. title. Um, this, or did he? Or, or, or did he do it accidentally? Yeah. The, the, this storyline just gets more and more dynamic as the weeks I go like on. It. I like it. You can't take your eyes off this bloodline story for a minute. It's, it's got me watching again. That's for sure. Just when you think it's done and that they're wrapping it up, they're just like, no, we ain't done yet. We got another twist. Too many. <laughs> Nah, who am I kidding? I'm having fun. Were you th- just when you think you know where they're gonna lead to? They, they take a game. They take a hard left turn, and that's what wrestling needs. Needs more of that. Yeah, I will. I will admit. I will admit because I was talking to this about uh, with a with a was student, and he was like, "I know." I always tell him, I was like, "The only way this ends is with the Rock." And now I'm like, you know what? They don't need him. No, not nah. even a little bit. Maybe The Rock needs it. Yeah, The Rock needs it. He needs some money. He needs some money. He's asking his fucking his daughter for some money. What? I mean, it's it's kind of funny. I mean, if you look at it on paper, XFL sucks. Lost sixty million. Black Adam was a bomb. Um, Fired from the DCU. Fired from DC. Running back to the fast franchise. Mm -hmm. But in reality, he's still worth like seven billion. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just opened up another tequila factory. Hey, that's I mean, he's making he's making bread. Teque- that is good tequila. It's not bad, I'll tell hey, you. Yeah, I need to get me it's some. Not it's, not, it's fucking it, it's relatively cheap. Hey, oh. boy. <laughs> it's relatively cheap. Got a big old bottle. It's, it's, can you get it over here? Let me take a look. Teramana. I'm about to say I need you to look that up one time. Because I found um I think you had shown me. The original uh, whiskey that was, I guess, the Peaky Blinders. Oh, the we Peaky's finally got whiskey the, is great. We finally got that one out here. Yeah, I gotta get that. And my wife got it for my father-in-law, and I we we've already had a couple, and he was just like, "Is this why you just? This is exactly why I drink whiskey. This is exactly Which really good. It's right good. Here. If you like whiskeys, uh, Conor McGregor's whiskey's not bad. I the heard problem. it. I heard it's not bad. I haven't tried it yet and though. Honestly, the Slipknot whiskey. Ooh. What's that one? I, I forget the name, but it's like nine. But you it's like, a, it's not bad. You hook me up ASAP with that one. Uh, so on uh, what website is it? VIPbottles.com. We can get Telemana shipped to the UK. It is like uh, 60 pound a bottle. That's not horrible. Is that with shipping though? I don't think so. That That's fucking expensive. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind, ain't worth it. I'm about to say, because we can get it for like 25 a bottle out here, not even going to lie. Well, that's, it depends on the size of the bottle, too. 
Yeah, it's seventy-five. So it's not even a liter. Oh, yeah, that's a twenty-five. Damn, Dwayne. So that's twenty-five out here. I've got the I've got the the bottle I have is the liter size, and that was like maybe thirty-three dollars. Yeah, America. right. Only a little bit more. Okay, maybe that does include shipping then. But it's, like, all, it's so. all out of stock anyway. Oh. Damn well, it. you guys also have like import taxes to deal with, and like the mm. the, the back, don't you? The value added. Yeah. Bullshit. That is nuts. Come okay. on, Dwayne. Killing us. Um. Also in the WWE, though, Seth will defend the world title against Braun at NXT Gold Rush and against Finn Balor at Money in the Bank. And on Raw. And on Raw. Open challenge. That's right. Jesus Go Christ, Seth. Seth. <laughs> I fucking love this kid. I've seen what that Orange Cassidy kid's doing. I need to defend my title three times in a week. boy. <laughs> uh, no, I'm loving what Seth's doing. Um, mm-hmm. It's not a demotion going back to NXT anymore. It's oh, no, a special appearance. Well, they're they're smart now. Now start using them more because so, you brought you you had Baron Corbin go back down, and he's probably going to mm. hang out there for a while. That's he's a heat grabber. He's killing. Yeah, he's it. doing good. He's doing good. Um, who else just went da- back down? Ali. Um, Ali. Ali. He's yeah. going to kill it in there. You know what I mean? You need to have that mix of established stars, and they were doing that with top indie guys. Now do it with your guys that you don't use. Look what look what it did for Finn Balor. Bingo. Yeah, I was just about to say, look at his resurgence. Like, mm-hmm. when he lost to Roman, it killed him. It killed yeah. what killed Roman had wow, killed the demon flat. Mm-hmm. And then, and they still, he still never explained that ending. <laughs> that was the most confusing ending I've ever seen in a WWE match. Confusing next to the whole Fiend versus Seth. I mean, that wasn't confusing. It was just, fuck the rules. Call it a DQ. But it's a Hell in a Cell match, but it's a DQ. Yep, DQ. Uh, But, nope, you heard me. Um, (laughs) Yeah, the the demon, the rope breaking was one thing. Um, The music pumping him back to life was just something else. Like, the hell was that? (laughs) Hey, I didn't hate it. It was interesting, but it was fucking (laughs) weird. It was very like nice, something you would do in like the nineties. Yeah, it was like Undertaker just when right. Paul Barrow lifts the urn, un- all of a sudden Undertaker got his powers back. Yeah, it was so nineties. I'm a sucker for nostalgia. And you know what? The music pumping him back to life probably wouldn't have, wouldn't have been as bad if it wasn't for that stupid rope break finish. Yep, it's something that Vince Russo would have booked, bro. Yeah. Like, even if they'd have explained it like, oh, Heyman must have loosened the fucking rope at some point. But no, we'll just forget it ever happened. Never Maybe happened. they realized it was bullshit and just pretend it never happened. Yeah, it, it's right. up there with the exploding barbed wire. That must never happened. Right. We'll talk about the exploding barbed wire. But, I mean, they explained that very well. Kenny sabotaged the match. He sabot- yeah, he's a big old chicken shit. <laughs> I, I hope TK got his money back. You call it a wash. I, I don't even know why there was sparklers on it in the no, first place. If you, if you listen to Russo, Russo has this wild conspiracy theory that oh God, going to eventually buy the W buy TNT and TBS. 
Huh. That he's going to buy the network. That's a lot of fucking money. He doesn't have that money. That's a lot. Let's keep it funky. So I was doing my research for my Premier League team, and I think I found one. Um, but um, his, his fucking team is in the middle of the pack. He's yeah. middle of the pack. They are not winning a lot of games. They are not a gigantic draw. No, they're they're Fulham's there, just there. They're just fucking there. They're, they're, just, like, they're just staying they're, afloat. They're not a Man City. They're not a Man United. They're not fuck. They're not even. They're, who the fuck? Just, they're not even a West Ham. <laughs> they're fucking. You know what I mean? And that big old shout out to Nicola right there for them winning. But it's uh, like they they're not. They have no money. He's got no money. His, it's all fucking poured into AEW, into the investments of AEW, his fucking Fulham team. He's trying to go after fucking some Brazilian star. I'm like, dude, that's all of his money right there. You're done. You're fucking done. If you're going to sign a, full, a fucking uh, Brazilian guy to Fulham, you're fucking, all your money's gone. You have yeah. any idea how much these fucking footballers make, DC? These fucking guys are stupid paid. Stupid mm-hmm. paid. Fucking, uh, no, was it, it was, uh, Messi just turned out a billion a fucking billion to go play in the States. He's going to fucking play in Miami this year. I think next year, actually. Because we're already halfway into the season. But anyway, they fucking make so much money. It's ridiculous. He ain't got no goddamn money. Unless he sells the team. Nah, Fulham is m- 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 mid. But uh, they're not going anywhere, but they're not going down anywhere either. So. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> Um, but speaking of conspiracy theories, did anybody hear uh, Karrion Cross's impression of Jesse Ventura? I love, I love it. it. <laughs> I love it the best. You wouldn't Don't know. Tell me you if, there. You, if you turn your back to the screen, you wouldn't know it wasn't Ventura. No. Is well, it? I'm, I'm going to play the audio now. I was there, Chris. Four more reps to give. Come on, Chris. Don't. But I was there. Jesse Ventura, is he? I was doing bicep extensions in the Gulf of Tonkin. A frogman. <laughs> I'm a frogman and so are you. It's so accurate. Yeah. I was doing tricep curls in the Gulf of <laughs> I was there. I was there. Don't tell me I wasn't there, Chris. I know I was there. I'd probably appreciate this version of Cross more if he did shit like that. That is so fucking spot on. Show some if, if you're gonna have the jacket and the greaser hair, show some personality. Yeah. And then the funniest part about it, dude, is Chris is all Jesse Ventura's here. Now, I heard a rumor. I again, I don't know if it's true, but supposedly there is talk of them bringing back the fiend. Yeah. Now the problem is because there was an interview with the guy that. Built the mask. Um, and he said he doesn't have the molds anymore. They were destroyed. Because they figure. But here's the thing. Shop made custom models. Of yeah. the mask. Use one of them. Oh yeah. Or. Actually, not that hard. Here's what you do. Here's what you do. You go to Tom fucking Savini. The guy yeah. who designed it. Who is an icon in the horror cinema? A legend. I mean, they like, must have at least one because there was a fake fiend out. when he returned. I guarantee you, Tom Savini probably has a, a copy of it. I'm sure he does. He's full of he, shit. 
This is the guy that came up with the original Friday the 13th Jason Voorhees mask. It was his idea. Have him make one. You know, speaking of cats coming back, I mean, uh, it looks like Carlito turned down a, a thing saying that he signed with WWE. Wow. Carlito might be back. I'd be cool with that. That'd be cool. I mean, he got one hell of a pop, um, a backlash. It's nice to see him. He looked incredible. Yeah. He's been in awesome shape. He's been in awesome shape. He, I think Carlito was one of those that was so underappreciated at the time. But then again, look where he was starting. Like, look when his prime was. And look at all the dudes around him. It was hard for him to really catch momentum like that. You had Edge, yeah. Cena, Orton. You know, you had all these Batista, people. Ray. Bad day. Go down the list. Eddie. It was and hard. Shit. Like, yeah. Fuck, shit ton of cats. He seems to be more appreciated after he semi-retired. Like his Royal Rumble appearance was it not this year? Was it last year that he came back for the Rumble? Uh, it wasn't was, this, was year. Either this year or last year. I don't remember, truth be told. But the fans loved him. Oh, yeah, everybody wants to be cool, right? That's not cool. Not cool. And let's not forget, he had John Cena stabbed in a nightclub and then still <laughs> lost to him. That's right. Um, and I, I love his Hall of Fame speech too. They, they cut my time. It's like I never left. Yep. Gotta love it. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's pretty much um WWE Seth's killing it. Roman's taking a week off again. Meh. No, he's supposed to be there on, on Friday. Yeah, yeah, he's coming back this yeah, Friday. Yeah, There've yeah. been so many Roman Reigns returns this week, this year alone. Mm-hmm. But um, AEW, we kicked it off with Adam Cole, Bebe, and MJF. Um, you know what? I completely forgot that they have time limits. Yep. And then the final pin, the bell rang, and everybody's confused, and I'm confused. Hell confused. Hell and all confused. I heard was... Um, it, it, uh, Justin Roberts. must have been Tony. Um, just saying, oh, look at your watch. And Tess like, ah, oh, shit, the time. Mm-hmm. Um, like 30 minutes. According to Dave, it went 29 minutes, 58 seconds. So they, they goofed it by two seconds. But still, goddamn. It's tough to get that pinpoint accuracy for the time to expire on a fucking two count. But to get, but to get within two seconds? Like, fuck, <laughs> dude, come on. And, you know, the thing of it is, like... How many times do they go? It feels like they only pay attention to time limits when it actually storyline wise needs to. Yeah, same as WWE with the 30 day defense time yep. window. Only when it matters. Brock Lesnar says what? <laughs> Roman he laughs says, in Roman. Um, Roman too. But yeah, the, the, the match the match itself was a banger. MJF has been, I don't care what anybody says, he's been killing it as world champion. Yep. He doesn't wrestle very often, but when he does, it, it matters. He doesn't need to. Exactly. He's, um, he's, he's good. He's very, very fucking good. Yeah. And again, you know, there, there was a couple of times when it looked like Adam, well, I mean, Adam Cole probably should have won because we're expecting it to lead to a title match anyway, but mm-hmm. this works. <laughs> now he's got a reason to get a title match, even though he didn't win. Exactly. 
and the finish, the the, the well, the false finishes. First of all, with MJF, with almost hitting him with the ring, uh, the first last shot, MJF kicking out within a freaking hairline of a three. There's a, there's a special talent to time and nose kickouts at two perfectly. That fucking goddamn belt shot where Bryce gets up and then just collapses. And then Adam Cole kind of does like the fucking Bugs Bunny thing where he's like, should I hit him? He's like looking into the camera. I'm going to hit him. Yeah. And he also Great. fucked up. Like, yep. Trying to lie, cheat, and steal, but the ref's still down. Loved it. Such, um, so, such great shit. Yeah. And and we got to get another match between Adam Cole and Jeff for the title this time, too. But, uh, I mean, especially since Adam Cole just wanted five more minutes and MJF just slides out of the... Very much like Randy Orton, actually. Just slides yeah, out of the ring. Good shit. Um, such good shit. Such good shit. And we okay. actually mean it. We actually mean it. We actually mean it this time. Yeah. It, 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 it's not sarcastically. But um, there's stuff to come before we get Adam Cole and MJF again, of course, with... Yeah. Tanahashi throwing down the gauntlet to MGF and MGF just says, oh, I'm good. Like, no, no, no. I'm good. I fucking love MGF. No, I'm good. <laughs> the, the, the unified laughter from the crowd when MGF said no was great. It was. <laughs> and then Renee's like, what? It was almost no, like no, watching no, no, a no. sitcom. He's like, no, 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 no. No, I'm okay. I'm good. No, I don't need to wrestle him. Goodbye. Yeah, I I don't need to wrestle some rando from some little J- Japanese indie company. <laughs> like an MJF is awesome. <laughs> uh, and Tony, you don't tell me when to defend my title, so nah, I'm good. I'm good. What, what a what a guy! What a champion! What a guy! Well, this obviously means we're probably going to get Tanahashi and you know showing up next week. So yeah, it's it's good. I fucking love this. This is good. I think it's probably going to be something like. TK says, "Will you even defend the title, or I'm stripping it from you?" Yep. Um, but yeah, we're definitely getting Tanahashi and MJF at Forbidden Door. I like it. And Tanahashi, yeah, he can afford a loss. It means nothing to him at this stage. We, yep. He's a, made, a he's a made man. He's made. I don't think he's won a match against anybody in AEW yet. Let's keep it. Well, honest. no, he lost to Mox last week, uh, last year. Mm-hmm. And he was probably going to lose to Punk before he got injured. Exactly. So. Uh, which we're still owed, by the way, Tanahashi and Punk. Yeah, damn it. You're going to start I mean, fucking doing dream. You know what? I was talking shit about Punk, and I've been talking shit about Punk. Like, I don't, every time his ad cup would pop up last night, I was like, ah, I don't give a shit. Ah, fuck off. Ah, oh, this and that. But here, you know what? If you want me to give one fuck there, Mr. Goddamn Pepsi Phil, wrestle Kenta. Wrestle Kenta at I the mean, big door, and I will give one fuck. That's rumored. Half it's one. rumored, but Just nothing half. yet. Just half. N- not a uh, you, I'll give him one. One whole fuck. No, I mean, it's a half for me. I really liked the vignette for Punk last night. Um, oh, it's you, you could see a difference in him it's... a little bit. Bullshit. He... he looked like the E-fucker. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, I mean, he, dro- he dropped some lines from, uh, from the E-fuckery days. He got, he got oh some stuff God. to get off his chest. Yeah, I'll take responsibility for being a shithead. If he does, great. If he, he doesn't, won't. I'm not surprised. He won't. <laughs> oh, you'll get one little bitch fast. 
And his marks will love it. They'll say, oh, we found the lever. Yeah, fuck you. We'll have to see. And then we only got to wait till Saturday. Yeah. All right, so let's move on from that. Um, so is Sammy about to go solo? I well, think he needs so. To. He fucking needs to. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's been under Jericho's wing since day one. He really has. Time to go solo. Get your get your stuff right. Do your thing. You know, your wife's gone. She's a huge heat magnet. Well, she's not gone, but, you know, she's dealing with... She's gone for a while. So, time to take advantage of it. Time to get people on your side. And then when and if she comes back, you know, she can come into you. And then maybe that's your immediate face. You know, he'll turn again. Who knows? Well, I mean, what better time to turn face than when you just announced a pregnancy? Right. The crowd Everybody's going to be happy for you, so there you go. That's true. He they they get so much heat and then they announce the baby and it's like oh hey hey baby <laughs> we like babies. I swear to God, if MJF did it, he'd find a way to make everybody boo him again anyway. Like yeah, my kid's smarter than all of you anyway, and you know it. Yep, you gotta add that part in. You, you Just from the scan the, picture gotcha. alone, it's not as ugly as all of yours. Yep, there you go. <laughs> Perfect. It sounds exactly like MJF. I saw that video of his return to create a pro wrestling and like it, it's odd seeing him work as a face. I mean, it yeah. worked. It, it worked, worked, but it's not it's it, it's not what we're used to. That's for damn sure. No, it, we it, only see it when they're in Long Island. It's like that scene from yep. Anchorman, it's like that scene from Anchorman where Brick just looks and says, you're not Ron. <laughs> <laughs> you're not Maxwell. Um, you're not a this, face. You're this segment face. was really good, um, especially the little smirk from Darby when Jericho came out. But I just find it so hard to believe that that was the first time Sting and Chris Jericho were ever face to face. I don't know about face to face. I mean, but, they I said mean, it was the first time they've shared the ring in any capacity. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I, I don't know. You know what? Because I was trying to think about this when I was talking to the boys last night, and I was thinking to myself, you know, Jericho did. He had a lot of. He had a lot of uh, stuff with the cruiserweight. He had a lot to do with the TV title, and Sting was constantly main event. Constant. He was top of the card and top of the card only. Only he stopped working with mid guys a long time ago, like ninety eight. So it's I, I just think maybe they didn't get to that point. And then, of course, you know, we never got to see him in the E, so. No. Were they in WWE at the same time? I want to say. Sting was there 20. Maybe was he on yeah. hiatus? 30, WrestleMania 31? Yeah, I think so. I think that wasn't that the year that we got Jericho versus KO? No, 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 that was 32. That was 32. I'll be right back. Yeah, yeah, so Sting was WrestleMania 31. He was gone by the next year, though. Yeah. Uh, Jericho, WrestleMania 31. They fumbled Sting's WWE run so bad. Yeah, no, I don't think Jericho was at 31, was he? I don't think so. I think he was on tour with Fozzie or, or some shit. Damn. Fucking nine matches. Uh, yeah, he didn't have a match. 
And the thing with Sting, uh, Triple H even said he was cool. He would have been cool with doing the job to Sting. But it was Just Vince. Another bullshit Vince booking. Like, even if it had been clean, but you had NWO come out who Hogan. Uh... Wow. No. And then, and then, yeah, NWO coming out made no sense because Sting wasn't NWO. Sting was Wolfpack. Yeah. Well, well like, technically, if you want to be that guy, he was NWO before the NWO. I don't know. I was trying to make a dumb joke because he was black and white, but no, he actually NWO debuted right before. But anyway, yeah, he was just Wolfpack. Yeah, they just wanted to have this DX versus NWO moments, and they picked the wrong match to do it. Yep. They could yeah. they could have done it in 2002 when they had Triple H versus Hogan. Yep, that would have worked a lot better. But, okay. I mean, Hogan had only just been kicked out of the NWO, so. Hmm. Or Hogan and Michaels in 05 make that match even crazier than it already was. Right. Where he was just fucking bumping and flipping all over the joint. <laughs> One of the best performances <laughs> of Sean's career. Talk about selling your ass off for somebody. And the great thing was, when he was falling out of the ring, you could see Hogan getting pissed off. Because Hogan yeah. never sold, and he was making fun of him the whole time. That <laughs> oh, was great. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I mean, we love Sting in AEW. He's done some great stuff. I'm down to see Sting and Jericho one-on-one for the first time. But I'm also down for this tag match, too. Yeah. I'll take a tag first. I kind of want to see a Darby heel turn. I think nah, Darby would be interesting as a heel, but he's a great face. I'm about to say he's too he's too much Sting right now. Yeah, that's his that's his whole gimmick. Is he is he's he is the baby face of the company. And yeah, at some point, yeah, he's going to be the bad guy, but I don't, it's not going to be anytime soon. Would you put Stit? Would you put Darby and Sammy as a team? Because you know they got you know history on in the Indies. Yeah, would be a thing. I wouldn't hate it. Wouldn't hate it. Maybe wouldn't like a brief it. tag team reign. Yeah. I well, I mean, we, we, we kind of saw in the buildup for um, the Four Pillars match, there was mutual respect both ways. Apart, and then just MJF was in the corner. But at the same time, Jungle Boy was kind of left out too. Yeah. And if anything, He's I see him turning heel before uh, Darby. Yeah. And it, it seemed very left field that. Jungle Boy is the one that accepted Sonata's open challenge for oh, Forbidden okay. Door. Not saying I hate, not saying I don't like Jungle Boy, not saying anything negative, but it's we're talking about the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion, Sonata, the guy that they've rebranded, refaced, and turned a new, trying to make him the new face of their company against Jungle Boy? I mean, I know Kenny's dealing with Okada, and yeah. we got, you know, and we got it, well, no, Kenny, Kenny's Osprey. got Will. Sorry, and then B Dry's got Okada. We don't have anybody else I could go against Sonata. There's no. You're telling me there there was nobody else. You can't give us Adam Cole and Sonata. That'd be good. Adam, there you go. Adam Cole can't go against Sonata. Who else is another main event star? What about Chris Jericho? Chris Jericho has had a run with a lot of really good New Japan guys. Why not have him against Sonata? That's a marquee match. That's one of your third. That could be one of your third posterized matches right there. 
there's a, there's there's a plethora of other cats, plethora. But but I mean, Jungie gets a nice big rub. You get a yeah. huge title shot, a huge title shot that you're gonna lose, but huge nonetheless. Which, which but, let's be honest, he probably wouldn't get if he was in New Japan. Facts. No. Factual statement. Um, but you know what? I'm sure it'll be a good match, and mm-hmm. everything else on this show is just banger quality. So. Fuck Jeez. yeah, it is. Forbidden Door's going to blow us all away. Sure looks that way. <laughs> um, And I didn't even realize until, obviously, after the ad break, this whole segment was just leading into a big-ass eight-man tag, which was just complete chaos from start to finish. You're fucking telling me, man. It was just utter chaos. Brian Cage looking like fucking 90s Sting, beating up Sting. It's great. It's I call him Road great. Warrior Brian. I know that's what everybody else was saying. They're like, oh, it gives me like Road Warrior vibes. I'm like, trust me, bro. Sting guy, that's Sting. And sure enough, he ended up posting on his Instagram and hashtag a man called Sting, a machine called Cage. And I'm like, goddamn right. <laughs> love fucking Brian Cage. I fucking love Brian Cage. He's, he's done some good stuff. Still trips um, me out that he's only like five foot nine. Yeah. <laughs> he's fucking it, short, but he's gigantic. That's the thing. It's deceiving because he's small, but he's wide. Like a motherfucker. Um, shoulders especially. Geez, they go on for miles. Tell me, bud. Um, but th- this show just seemed to be an invasion from... I mean, we've only got just over a week till Forbidden Door, so it makes sense now that they're having all this influx of New Japan talent. Yeah. Um, so we... Got a little break from that as the ass boys call out the Hardy Boys for next week. This, these guys' new gimmick is, hey, let's find a tag team that has a similarity to us and say that we're better than them. And it's like, okay, fine. <laughs> I, I, I like the ass boys, so we're not gonna we're not gonna say no to this. And 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 that would be it. Their feud with FTR got me over on them. Like they are a very good heel tag team. They yeah. are annoying as shit, as they should be, and it works for them. Now, hmm. I'm not, like, jumping for joy. I'm not saying they need fucking title belts or anything stupid like not that. Again. Not again. Not again. I'm just saying, you know, maybe, you know, just let them have a couple wins here and there. Beat the Hardys for fucking sure. For fucking sure. Not going to happen. Oh, don't you do that. <laughs> yeah, bro. You you beat happen. the fucking Hardys. Um, no, you beat the Hardys. It's like not going to happen. Guys suck. I love how to say that they're the best brother tag team in AEW. There's like three. I was gonna say, isn't there like three or four? Yeah, there's them, the Hardys, and Young Bucks. Oh, don't forget, um, don't forget Top Flight. Oh, the Martins. That's right. Who could forget the Bucks of Youth? So there you go. You have them. That's perfect. Then, so you have them beat the Hardys. You have them beat Top Flight, and then you have them go against the Young Bucks and lose. And get squashed. Probably. That'd be like, nice. Here, here's what you do. Bell rings, super kick, one, two, three. Like, oh, yeah. bells. Yeah. That'd be great. Um, I, I don't know what's wrong with the TNZ title or Wardlow, but that kind of meh factor is still there. They, see, the problem was... After he yes, did MJF, no. he was on an absolute tear. And 
they they killed it for him. Like they absolutely killed it. Like they killed all his momentum. And Lives attack yeah, there, they just baby. kept beating jobbers every week. Each and every week was another job squad. I it's crazy. Three times now, I care about Wardlow until he has a title. I don't want to say I don't care about him when he doesn't have the title. I I, I appreciate the Jake Hager move. Because it's not some geek off the street. It's not a squash of some fucking dork. It was a somewhat meaningful match that had some stuff. It wasn't mm-hmm. the greatest thing ever. I'm not overly excited. I don't ever really need to see Jake Hager that much again. I like Hager. I'm not hating on him. I'm just saying it's not. He doesn't have to be in a he title likes, shot all the fucking time. He likes that. It, what's happening? He likes that hat. Oh, he likes that hat. Hey, I like that hat, too. But. This is what they should have been doing with Wardlow. You guys have a fucking plethora of motherfuckers on your roster. A plethora. He could have had been having decent five, six, seven minute matches with any jerk off any week of the fucking day, and it wouldn't have mattered. It would have been this it would have been a little bit better than your squash matches of fucking nobodies, but you know, oh well, no, we gotta make him look strong. We gotta make him look this and did it. It's like, no. Have him just be a dominant guy. If you wanted a Goldberg, then do a Goldberg. But the difference of Goldberg is these squash guys that were on television a bunch. You're just fucking beating nerds. Yeah. Goldberg versus Wardlow for the TNT title. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Don't you dare put that out there. Um, You know 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 how pissed off people in Wembley would be to figure out that's on the card the day after they buy their ticket? Tony Khan would book it, and and the marks would absolutely eat that shit up. Uh, they would go from hating Goldberg to absolutely fucking loving him. Not this one, and I have a Goldberg poster. But tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> tell me I'm wrong that there aren't marks that would. You're not that. wrong. Goldberg definitely has his marks. He's got uh, a shit ton of them. There are people, and you have people in the WWE. You have E fans. You have AEW fans that will cheer for it no matter what they do. Mm-hmm. They um, they Khan. definitely made Tony Khan could book Satnam Singh versus Hornswoggle, and people would call it great. Vince Vince would love that match. He would, <laughs> and the E fans would call that great. <laughs> no, thank you. They no, they definitely you. made this because dude. they did book that, Dazzy. They did book that. We had Kali oh, versus God, Swag- yeah. Stop. Killing me. I'm just kind of cynical today. Yeah, you're telling me, bud. You're fucking telling me. And once and for all, Rey Mysterio never wrestled Big Show, Carly, and who the fuck else is in that thumbnail? Mark Henry, wasn't it? Mark Henry at the same time. It never happened. Never happened. Wasn't that a, a Royal Rumble thing? No, somebody, he's wrestled all three of them separately, but somebody made a list. Somebody made a compilation of every Rey Mysterio match against a giant on YouTube, and that was the thumbnail that they made, Rey Mysterio staring down all three of them. And it just went viral with people believing that it actually happened. No. Stop believing it. never happened. On the internet. The thing that is, people can believe that that is some shit that Vince would book. Because he would. Yeah. I guarantee Vince is still thinking, oh, God damn it, why didn't I book that when I had a chance? And Rey would have won. 
Yeah. Because that's what people believe when they see that meme. Um, they, um, they added a new little dynamic to this feud with Christian, um, with Aaron Anderson getting bludgeoned, I believe was the description, got bloodied and battered backstage by Luchasaurus. Tried to throw him down the stairs, they did. (laughs) I love how they're at the bottom of the stairs. (laughs) And he goes, they must have tried to throw him down the stairs. Well, obviously they did throw him down the stairs. They're on the bottom. They're at the bottom of the stairs. But anyway... (laughs) No, they they just walked him down the stairs and he laid down and took a nap. Just laid down. Here's the blood pack. Blood pack, yep. I'm gonna beat myself open. What are you talking Me, about? I did, we do this the old fashioned way. Um, but I guess this kind of takes double A out of the equation for Luchasaurus now to receive his shot at Wardlow. Not bad. Um sure and enough. I I can see Luchasaurus winning. Yeah, especially if he's got help in the corner. From Christian. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, again, like I said, it was kind of meh. It was, it, there was a shock factor of Aaron Anderson getting bloodied, no doubt. But at the same yeah. time, I'm really not all that into this feud. No, it's. It, it, I feel like they've been dragging it. I feel like... Um, I feel like at, when the whole thing started, we thought he was going to be Luchasaurus, and then, okay, well, Christian's going to win it. And then it's the other way around now, and now you're kind of like... Do you really want Luchasaurus to win it, though? You know what I mean? So we get Wardlow versus Kane. I mean, the AEW version. Oh, that's terrible. That's terrible. Like At I least th- Glenn Jacobs is 6'10". Fucking Luchasaurus is 6'5". Come on. Come on. This, it's Black Luchasaurus. <laughs> the Black Source. Oh, God. Get in trouble for that one. <laughs> Oh, Glenn Jacobs would never do that. Are you sure? There's plenty of things he might do. We just don't know about it. Man, he's a politician now. Politician. <laughs> um, but like I said, we had an influx of New Japan talent this week. Zack Sabre Jr. throwing down the gauntlet to Orange Cassidy. I really don't like the way Zack Sabre Jr. speaks. I know it's supposed to be an arrogant Londoner, and that's exactly how it comes across. Um. <laughs> It just makes me want to hate him so much. <laughs> All right, I, Orange Bollocks. It, the funny thing is, is I, I, I get these references now, and it's all fucking Ted Lasso's <laughs> fault, but it's the truth. I'm just like, fuck, bro. Like, you sound like you're from London so bad, but, like, it feels like you're trying to sound like you're from London. Yeah, he sounds like, like you're somebody forcing it. playing a Londoner, but he is actually yeah. from London. Thank you. It's like, dude, it's, fucking tone it down. It's if East End making, turned up to 12. He makes his own accent sound fake sometimes. <laughs> I'm the first uh, ever New Japan television champion. And I'm like, dude, that's not how you talk. <laughs> like, you're putting extra <laughs> on it, man. You're, like, nobody says I'm, like champion the way you say it, dude. Like, totally. But it's, it's not, it, he's been doing it his whole career, and it, it fucking is perfect. But yeah, yeah, it gets annoying. <laughs> um, so it looks like we're getting a well, we're getting a tag match next week. But it looks like we may be getting a four way at Forbidden Door if they add Danny Garcia and Shibata to it. That would be kind of cool. That or we get Danny Garcia, Danny Garcia versus Shibata for the pure title. Randomly have a Ring of Honor. Belt oh shit! Yeah, that Shibata's a pure t- champion. That's right. I mean, oh I, yeah, do that. That's what. That's what I would rather that 
You know what I mean? And then that way, now you have a Ring of Honor title being defended. You're going to have New Japan titles, New Japan titles being defended, AEW titles being defended. It's nice. Yeah. It's 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 it reminds you of Wrestle Kingdom when Here's they would right. have like Ring of Honor and then the you know IWGP and then what they do one year with the Impact and shit. Yeah. Cesaro versus Naito. For the See, Ring of thank Ho- you, thank you. I've been trying to figure out ways to get Naito in. And I didn't, I couldn't figure out one. And I like and no. I like Claudio or Cla- I like Claudio in that instance. But then again, here's here's another reason why I need Naito coming in. If Andrade's signed, and we've got um, Roosh is is there, and you know what I mean, you have the Ingolnables. You have the real set, the set from Mexico and the set from Japan. It's like it's time to you know bring the faction into full circle. Yeah, I'd love to figure out how you could do that, and you need Naito, so I'd love to figure out how they could bring that in. Yeah, where where was Naito last year? Uh, I think he's sick. Ah, or they just didn't book him. No, they just didn't book him. Why? He didn't want to come uh, to the states. I think. Yeah, that okay, sounds then. about right. I guess that's well, fair yeah, look, he, he's been to the UK, so I don't see why that would be an issue. I could see him going to the UK now. You know, and then we still don't know if Coda's showing up. No. No, he is. He is. He is. He will. So I have to um, wait and see. Well, we got to the women's title match, and I feel like AEW have fallen into this thing now where they've kind of stopped caring about the women's division yep. as much. It used to be like the women were very um, present on Dynamite every week. Now it's just like one segment every week. Yes. And it one always segment. involves the outcasts. And I care very little. Right there with you. Right there with you. And then on top of that, you're, you're tr- I mean, you're trying to help establish a star in like sky blue, but you're doing it with, with a, with a dead act, a dead act and no disrespect to Tony storm being AEW women's champ, but it, it's the truth. It's it, you guys are a dead act. Nobody is, is infatuated with seeing, you know, the fucking outcasts. It, the music hits and we think, Oh, here we go. Hell, yeah. I even yelled piss break right when her fucking music hit. But it's it's just like the women used to be spread over the show, and I was like, "Oh, it's time for the women's segment." Not and only I spread, but looked good. Yeah, and I love Tony, love Soraya, love Ruby, love everybody involved. I just don't have a reason to care because it's just like one segment shoot into the show. Yep, shoot in, no talking, no uh, you know, no promos in the back, just a match. Throw it out there, one that doesn't even have any heat. Has no real build. I mean, yeah, you can get mad about the no heat, no build, whatever, but a lackluster star in Sky Blue against an overpowered faction that we know is overpowered, and there we go. Yeah, I went with Soraya this week. Fuck if I know. <laughs> On Twitch, maybe? I don't know. Uh, but finally, we get to the main events, trios match. Um, first time in AEW that we saw Hangman and Bucks as a trio. Mm-hmm. The Hung Bucks looked awesome. Hung Bucks, yeah. Jesus Christ, they they looked better than they do with Kenny. They were way more fluid. Everything was ripping and firing on all cylinders. It was great. I loved it. I think with Kenny, they look like his sidekicks, but with Hangman, they all look equal. Bingo. I love that analogy. That's perfect. That's perfect. And and there's nothing wrong with being Kenny's sidekicks. Kenny is larger than life. Absolutely. 
Um, but yeah, I think they flow much better with Hangman too. They look more like a trio. Yeah, it, 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 they mesh well. Their move set is a it's very similar ish. So it's it's again, I, I liked it. I loved the cowboy outfits, the the fucking tassels and the whole nine, and I'm just like, yeah, this is cool. Um, and the end of the match just shit just hit the fan. Like a son of um, a bitch. Once again, love Brian Danielson on commentary. Elite get the win. Fucking in comes Eddie Kingston. In comes Takeshita. And out comes Kenny. It was just right. chaos at the end. Utter fucking chaos. Eddie's trying to help the fucking elite out. He's trying to help them. All of a sudden, him and Mox get into it. Well, then here comes Nick to beat up Mox's ass. And oh, whoa, whoa, hey, take it easy. Take it easy. Fuck. <laughs> No, no disrespect to Eddie. King. I love Eddie Kingston. I say this with all respect in the world. No more late night pizza, Eddie. I need you. I need you to lay off the fucking midnight slices when you're in fucking Brooklyn. I need you to take it easy, okay? I need you to cut down on the cold cuts. Turning a fucking eat, drink a diet coke once in a while because your fucking gut, buddy, is getting bigger by the day. And I'm a fat guy, okay? He's I'm a fat guy. He's AEW's Mick Foley. Big and time. There's no problem with that. I got no I don't problem. Have a, I don't have a problem with. I don't. It's not. I'm not. This isn't a problem. I'm just saying, slow down on a on a pepperoni piece. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Maybe try a cauliflower saying. crust. You know what? It's not that bad. It's not that. No, bad. it is. It really it's not is. That bad. If done right. Do it right. If that, I'm about to say if you do it right. So Takesha comes out very late, mind you. Stupid late. Um. <laughs> And Kenny just, man, looks like a guy. He looks so cool running into the ring, not even jumping after the guy that stabbed him in the back, just running into the ring going, okay, let's go. Just puts his hands out like, come on. And it just, uh, if that just doesn't show you that I am the hugest star there there's ever been, like, Jesus. But it's, it, because nobody, because Coda didn't come out, because we're still hoping it's Coda, we're hoping it's Coda. Mm. They're playing it up. And now in, in, in your mind, maybe you think, well, maybe it's not going to be Coda. Maybe it'll be Eddie. We don't know. I don't know. It's like, it's just, you're, you're playing it up. I'm really hoping and praying for Coda. I know DC's adamant that he can be coming in like, no problem. It's not a big dealio. I can be that way too. But at the same time, if they're playing it beautifully, if that's the case, they're playing it beautifully. Yeah. And like I said, they dropped a very subtle line. Mm-hmm. When Hangman said, yeah, Kenny's not here, but he's not in Canada. He's not in Canada. And he didn't show up in Dominion. So he nope. obviously didn't go to any New Japan thing. and didn't plug any New Japan stuff. So what else could you be doing in Japan? Plot thickens. Um, so we are two weeks away from Trivia Takeover 8, our next special event on June 29th, featuring the debut of the Champions Mountain, where Chad will attempt to answer up to 15 multiple-choice questions and beat the hidden score of the Knowledge Champion, Kenny Killer, uh, who I think is on 200 days this week 200 in this days, reign as Knowledge Champion. Kenny Killer is the man. Speaking of the men, if you will, two King of the Mike semifinalists will take place, or two semifinal matches will take place. And we now know of one being two rookies going head to head as Chris Reed would take on the man they call Beer. But as uh, for the other one, it's DC against either yours truly or the man they call Feeney, even though I was already looking past Feeney. But we'll see how it goes next week 
see how it lives. You know, maybe it, maybe it is me and DC. Maybe it's DC and me. Um, and the world championship is also on the line in a test of loyalty triple threat match. Moses Marquez has to defend against two of his co-MDO members, Cypher and Ted P. De Niro, but will they fall in line? Goddamn better. And <laughs> finally, we'll find out if Travis the Walker Anderson still is the group MVP after t- almost two years. But who will be the first ever group EVP? There is a new title in town, and you have to earn it the same way you earn the the MVP title. Just post a comment in Max Wrestling Group as much as possible. You've got two weeks left to do so. Yeah, it's just like if you don't beat Travis, you still get a title. Hey, I don't. Uh, for more information, go to maxwrestlingnet.weebly.com slash takeover8. And I just double-checked. Kenny did hit 200 days two days ago in this reign. Congratulations. Um, in another... If he makes it past TakeOver, he will just pass his longest reign of 215 days. His longest reign. The longest reign, of course, is fucking Mike with 628 days. Says, <laughs> he was the Roman Reigns. Or the Bob oh, Ackley, man, he was. Mike Larkin was Roman Reigns before Roman Reigns. Was Roman Reigns. <laughs> All right, let's find out this week's Geek of the Week. My Geek of the Week this week is uh, nobody should be that surprised at this, at this week's Geek of the Week. We already talked about Ryback and him putting his foot in his mouth via the internet. Well, Another man did it with his actual voice on a lovely podcast. And uh, well, we're talking about the once immortal Hulk Hogan. Uh, his lovely statement stating oh, yeah. that um, looks like the majority of these guys should be bagging my groceries. Now, that has been an argument that we've gone back and forth on for as long as pro wrestling has been a thing since the fucking 90s to now. Is it, you know, is it, was it meant to just be the giant man sport? Is it, you know, can the little guys actually get over? Well, I understand that viewership is dying, but the last time I checked, companies are growing. Stuff is getting bigger and nobody is a fucking Hulk Hogan. Nobody is a fucking Andre the Giant. So they've got to be doing something right. If I mean, am I wrong on this on that part? They have to be doing something right if this wrestling thing is still going without a guy like Hulk Hogan, without these six, seven, six, eight, three hundred pound, three fifty pound monsters that are jacked the holy fucking shit. It's like this 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 industry has survived without you. It's going to continue to survive without you, regardless of your dumb inputs. Which I again, I don't understand why you're fucking jabbing at people because they're small when you want to come back. When you're telling these fucking other people and other fucking news sources, oh, never say never. I don't know if I'm fully retired. Never say never. But then again, you're willing to shit on the guys that you might have to work with. Hmm. Sounds like typical Hulk Hogan shit for me, baby. And that's why he's a geek of the week. Gentlemen, I got to bounce duty calls. Adios, big man. Thank you for joining us. We will see you soon. And now for this week's Bessler of the Week. Come on. 
and this should also come as no surprise. Um, this guy we've been talking about for weeks now having banger matches. No, it's not Orange Cassidy. Nope. Um, but they're bangers every single time he stepped into the ring this year. Hell yeah. And he doesn't get in the ring very often, but when he does, you pay attention, and we paid attention this week. A 30-minute thriller with Adam Cole that went right down to the clock. Um, Adam Cole unable to beat MJF in half an hour. So, based on the match quality, and then even after the match, just how fucking good of a heel he is. The best. This week's best of the week is MJF. As it fucking should be. Uh, oh shit, I almost forgot I gotta do a 60-second promo. <laughs> DC got it. He got it, yeah. That means I oh wait, yeah. Oh yeah, thank you, DC. You saved my ass. Shit. I'll say tag team do that stuff. Um because I couldn't really come up with anything besides oh you did a promo for us once, Chris, and we never saw you again. How you doing? You but doing? anyway. <laughs> Thank you for spending your Thursday with us. Before we go anywhere, here's what Moses has for you, Pencil Neck Geeks, this week on the A to B of Retro Rewind. All right, so I, I'm I'm still still trying to figure this thing out. When it comes down to fucking uh, this double or nothing review, uh, I'm at the point where I I, I think I'm going to give the reins to somebody else and have them make a cool video. And it is what it is. Uh, the fun openings for the t- kicking it with TSK might be coming to an end. We don't know. I don't know. I'm hoping it's something weird, but uh, we will have to figure that out. But um, with that being said, we do still plan to build a Wembley card, even though we know that it's months away, a couple months out. And because, you know, this is how the TSK does it. I believe we're taking over next week as Indeed. we are uh, get, as we are getting ready to predict uh what is it uh, forbidden door and i mean we got we might get a couple more matches we don't know just yet but right now there's a lot on the card and the boys are itching to get back to it and the only way you know how to do it is to make sure you're following us on every single platform there is starting on the evil twitter machine at max wrestling uk at the captain 512 and at smr Podnet. And do not forget to check out the lovely website, maxwrestlingnet.weebly.com. And do not forget to hit that fub, that, that subscribe button, follow button on all lovely platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and, of course, YouTube, because we keep on growing. Yeah, we're doing good. good. And with that said, join us next week for the TSK Takeover as they predict Forbidden Door. Plus, it's the Phoenix versus Moses in the King of the Mic. On the Trivia Takeover Go Home Show. And I, I will be back the following week for Trivia Takeover. You've been watching the Cap and Mo. Goodbye. And good night. Hello, Captain. How do you feel about recruiting a new member? This is a land built on rebellion. A land built on national pride. On songs. A 
song can be a very powerful thing.